Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. And that's because the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe has some great features like the available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, and much, much more. So think about those places that you want to go, the things that you'd like to do this weekend and where the Santa Fe can take you. Learn more about the all new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Freaking first cut. Golly. What is going on, gang? Welcome to... The First Cut Podcast. I got a smiling Greg Ducharme on the line, giggling his little butt away in nice, warm New York. Connecticut. Meanwhile, Close Connecticut. By. Meanwhile, I'm freezing my butt off in Arizona with wet socks <laughs> like Xander Shoffley. But Greg, <laughs> how's your Friday night going? Oh, it's going just wonderful. The weather is perfect. It was actually warm today. I could have worn short sleeves driving around town with the windows open. Uh, So I'm not kidding you. It was absolutely gorgeous today. All I wanted to do was play golf. All I could get in was hitting some balls in the sim, um, which is great. Excited for the season. But it was also great to watch a little uh, golf this evening because, Patrick, there was a lot of golf played today. There was a lot of golf, and first, I just want to say I'm, I'm really happy for you, Greg, from the bottom of my heart that you got to enjoy all that fine weather, and uh, sounds like you might have a convertible, so we might have to link up soon, <laughs> but uh, the day began, actually, the mud fest that is TPC Scottsdale with, uh, I, I guess, a mudder, technically, Nick Taylor, 11 under 60, ties the course record, I believe Phil Mickelson was the last to do that, he made... Like, I don't know if I can emphasize this enough, a crap load of putts. <laughs> he was ho- hooping it from every which way, got in, led, a- led by five after the first round. Greg, I'm not sure how much you saw, just given the on and off nature of the round, but uh, it was just a-, a really special performance from him. Yeah, yeah, really special. And look, we talk about stats a lot here on the pod, and we talk about strokes gained a lot, but sometimes... The old school stats paint the picture of the day. And Nick Taylor's opening round, he hit 13 of 14 greens. Nick Taylor led the field in strokes gain off the tee in round one. He's averaging for all the uh, for two the two driving distance holes, he was 101st, averaging 284. But he hit 13 fairways. He hit 16 greens. And like you said, hooping it from everywhere, he had 23 putts. 16 greens with 23 putts. Gave seven strokes putt in in round one and shot 60. It was a a beautiful round. Seven strokes is so many. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
Yeah, just to give you an idea, I have them right now, strokes gained total for the week after two rounds at 5.2. <laughs> yeah. Okay. At five point, he gained seven strokes putting in round one. He's gained 5.2 total. He's tied for the lead. Yeah, I, th- I think the thing to look at him is putting regression was always going to happen. Maybe not as poorly as he would have liked. I think he lost strokes on the greens today. But like you mentioned, the greens and regulations leading the field off the tee, that took a step back too. And I think that's that's probably the concerning part with Nick Taylor, uh, especially with some of the names behind him heading into the weekend. And I think we're supposed to touch on Sahith. I don't know if, if we really need to, considering he's probably not even going to play today. No, I don't think he's going to get out there. So let's let's go to Nick Taylor's co-leader, Andrew Novak, kind of out of nowhere, back-to-back 65s, really doing everything well. And he sounds confident, sounds like he's playing with, with house money almost, and goes around TPC Scottsdale today with – there was some wind every so often, but still soft conditions, bogey-free in the clubhouse looking for that first PGA tour one. Yeah. Back to back 65s for him. Um, and looking, he, he was a little wild off the tee. You know, he hit it into some, he wasn't like a robot like Nick Taylor was in round one. So he, you know, he had the spray gun out a little bit off the tee, but was really, really good approaching the green and whether he was in a fairway bunker, whether he was in the rough or in the fairway, he was able to get the ball to hole high all the time, even on the greens he missed, which he's only missed four so far for the week. He had 15 greens around one, 17 greens around two. Even the ones he missed, he was pretty pretty close to flag high. So he's hitting it really solid right now um, and was able to roll in a, a bunch of putts. He, he gained in strokes in both days. Um, yesterday specifically was a really good day. But, but today, round two was a really clean card for him. You see there, if you're watching on YouTube, you see the scorecard, bogey-free. Um, and and I'll tell you what, in this second round, he missed a lot of makeable putts. They weren't egregious. It's not like he was missing tap-ins, but he, he gave himself a lot of 8 to 15-foot looks for birdie and, and wasn't able to get to that 12-under mark um, for the first time. So this has been a really good start. And probably even better than the score indicates. Yeah, and I think that's kind of the same way I look at his beginning to the season. It has been great, obviously, with three straight missed cuts. But you look at Farmers Insurance Open, for example, missed the cut by one, played Torrey South under par, just didn't take advantage of the North Course, which we obviously know you had to do out there uh, across the first two days. And actually, funny enough, I had his data golf profile pulled up and his caddy rolls in and then he rolls in behind him they stop (laughs) right right by me and they're talking and i'm like i'm scrambling so hard to go back and i go back to like his live tournament stats instead (laughs) um but you're creeping out trying to figure out who nick who uh who andrew novak is right in front of him it's kind of like when you uh are the first person to view someone's instagram story (laughs) <laughs> that, 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 that's how I felt when, when he was looking over my shoulder. But Just creeping. 
he had like parts of his game have shown up through his first three tournaments. Like one week his short game will be on, but his irons are off. Then it will be the opposite. And it's kind of just a culmination of that. And, and he kind of touched on how his mindset this week, it's a tournament he's always wanted to play. It's his debut appearance. And he's just come into the week like ready to compete. Yeah. Um, Definitely taking uh, allowing the fans to kind of psych him up a little bit. He said in his post round interview, he's really feeding off of the that energy. So he's having a good time out here and it's showing with his game. He is, and you know who else is having a good time, Greg? One Maverick McNeely. Oh, I've yeah. been uh, I've been rubbing shoulders, rubbing elbows with Glenn Powell this week, uh, aka Hangman. And so I think it only makes sense that Maverick is in the mix as well. And when we think about McNeely, number one in terms of strokes gained putting last year on the PGA Tour, obviously dealt with some injuries, didn't play a lot. But this week, the ball strikings really come alive. And whenever that happens for Mav, he's going to find his way towards the top of the leaderboard. He has looked really good. He looks healthy. Um, he was on the coverage a lot today. And the golf swing looks really good. It's in rhythm. It's on plane. Uh, it, it looks like he's swinging free. There's no hold on. Uh, and and kind of like Andrew Novak, he's getting it whole high a lot with his wedges and irons. Um, dialing in the distance, especially on those short, uh, on some of those short wedge shots. He, he hit a couple really cool ones, uh, throwing it past the hole, taking advantage of the soft conditions and spinning it back. And the putter, he's not leaning on the putter right now. You mm -hmm. know, he, he he's losing strokes putting for the week, and, and he still finds himself right here in the mix, which is an awesome sign for Maverick McNeely. Yeah, it, it is. And he finds himself in third, but the group behind him lurking is yeah. – uh, you know, a number of players you really can't keep your eye off of. And we will touch on them in a second after a word from our partners. Did you know that more than 75% of Americans will experience foot pain in their lifetime, but only 10% will seek out a solution for that pain. Those numbers do not add up to me. And I know it can be confusing the biomechanics of the foot, the bones, the muscles, everything in between, but solving foot pain is simple. And that's where super feet comes into play. These super feet insoles go into your shoes, give your feet comfort and support where they need it the most and redistribute the forces that reduce both stress and strain through your entire body, not just your feet. Insoles have been uh, phenomenal for me uh, personally, and they are clinically proven to decrease fatigue, reduce injury, and improve comfort. I can attest to that myself, especially when walking uh, a lot of golf holes that I play. So if you feel good, you play good, you look good, everything works out from there and it starts from the bottom up. Visit superfeet.com and enter promo code FIRST at checkout for 15% off your first order plus free shipping. It's a really fine line creating workout clothes that are great in the gym and workout clothes that are also great to look at outside the gym and Viore has threaded that 
needle. They are designed to work out in, but they don't look like it. They don't feel like it. And it's incredibly comfortable stuff, whether you are running, training, swimming, doing yoga, running errands, lounging around the house. It really doesn't matter. These are versatile clothes. You'll find me often in the men's Sunday performance jogger because I I like the jogger situation that goes on down at the bottom, but they're very comfortable. Uh, They've got a little bit of a shorter inseam, so they're not as bulky as as other pants or other joggers that I have seen out there, and I've really enjoyed how they work both in and out of the gym. So now, here's what you can do for four our listeners. Uh, first-time purchasers are getting 20% off. All you have to do is go to viori.com slash first. That's V-U-O-R-I.com slash first. Again, Not only will you receive 20% off your first order, but enjoy free shipping on any U.S. orders over $75. And here's my favorite part, free returns. Yeah, go check it out. Viore.com slash first and discover the versatility of Viore clothing. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. We are back. The bag room is about to be popping. Everyone's coming in, as you can see behind me. Golf is <laughs> over for the day. Yeah, golf, <laughs> golf is officially done for the day. Um, let's talk. Who do you want to start with? Which of the three at eight under? Uh, all right. So at eight under, we have Scheffler, Thomas, Cam Young. Well, Young Ryan Cam. Fox is also at eight under. Uh, and Doug Gim has gotten to nine under. Um, but oh, he's, okay. still on the, he's still on the golf course. But I'd like... I'd like to start with, I know you spent a little time watching Scotty today. I think world number one is the place to start. Yeah, I agree. And it was a true, uh, I followed him a few times in, in my young career. But today, early on, resuming that first round, he, he, was, he was fighting his swing on the back nine uh, at TPC Scottsdale. He, he didn't take advantage of the par five. He didn't get up and down. He missed it left on the par three twelfth as well. Went bogey, then par. Missed left off the tee on 14. Hit a nice shot to 25 feet. Rolled it in. And you could almost see like a sigh of relief come off his shoulders. And from that point on, he has really turned into Scotty Scheffler. Yeah. Right? He's been bogey-free since. He's just plodding his way around the golf course. He's doing nothing fancy. Watching him, watching that back nine, I'm like, dude, this guy is like, what, even par? And then he turns in a round of, of three under 68, carries the momentum over. And I think one thing for him is he hasn't really taken advantage of, of some of the easier holes. Um, you know, he hit it in the water. He missed it left again on 17, got up and down for par, made a nice putt there. He, he didn't birdie the par five on the back in round one either so i think there's a lot of room for improvement for scotty scheffler which is very scary to say for everyone else um and we know obviously he loves this place yeah um so this is kind of interesting because you look at yesterday round one he three putts the first green 
drops a bomb on two uh, to kind of right the ship. But in early in today's round, it was another slow start, as you said. Um, but yesterday, the the rest of that front nine, he was hitting it inside 15 feet like every hole mm-hmm. and, and missing a lot of those opportunities, which is frustrating. And then in today's round, it was like he didn't miss a shot on this on his back nine. I mean, he was shaping it both ways with his irons. Uh, the driver was starting left and cutting. It sounded, you could hear it on TV. I mean, I, I can't imagine what it was like to watch him in person, how flush it must have sounded, because everything was coming off right on his line and peeling towards the hole. Uh, and it's just so cool to watch somebody. I mean, we're running out of things to say, but he picks the right targets and he hits them. And I mean, it, it's got to be like, it, it's got to be like playing video game golf. It's it's just incredible. Yeah, as, as someone who likes to think he, he's a decent golfer, watching Scotty Scheffler play kind of emasculates me. Uh, yeah. To tell you to tell you the truth, um, it, it's just a stripe show. He doesn't really miss anything and i think what you said was pretty interesting where he hits the correct shot and the final stretch of this golf course you have to choose between hitting the golf shot that you should hit versus hitting the golf shot you know you can hit and we see that with justin thomas a lot where i mean he's a five tool player right he's got every shot in the bag but it it's kind of a give and take where it bites him in the butt sometimes yeah and i, I think scotty's just been so good at taking his medicine and, and hitting the correct shot, even when you might want to push the envelope a little bit, like, I don't know, like at the beginning of his round today when he, he wasn't really feeling it. So it'll be interesting going for the three Pete loves these greens, seems comfortable. Hasn't really had the a game yet. Hasn't really had the, the great round yet, even though he, he was fantastic in round two. And I mean, I, I would be, on high alert but i will say one thing in the first two signature events he led at the halfway point and kind of fell off on saturday and so i don't know how much golf they're going to get in tomorrow because he'll be in one of the final groups but i'm interested to see if uh if something like that happens again well if there's a short day tomorrow and a long day sunday i think that bodes really well for scotty scheffler you yeah. look at the short day yesterday, and he's one under. Um, makes an early bogey in today during the long day, and then plays eight under bogey free after that. You know, so like, I like a long day for Scotty Scheffler. The more holes he can play in a day, the better. The more likely it is that the circles start piling up. So it's really, it's just been great to watch. And and this afternoon, especially Scotty Scheffler was Scotty Scheffler. The, the one that's world number one, it was, it was vintage Scotty. Yeah, it really was. And a couple groups removed from him. Let's go with, uh, let's go with young cam. Let's go with young cam first. Okay. Your favorite rapper. Yeah. Number one on the Spotify charts, young cam, <laughs> just, a kid, just a kid from the Bronx. Uh, I go out to his group. I'm like sprinting down there. I'm, I'm talking to a friend. I'm like, all right, what's going on? I think I was number 12. I'm on 12T watching them on. No, I'm on 13T watching them on 12. And they're like, oh, Cam Young's just 
blowing up. <laughs> I, I, I didn't see the bogey. Apparently, it was on the par 312, and he made one before that as well. But it must have been me because he was kind of all over the place, but he was scoring very well. And I think it's because his short game kind of showed up finally. And we've seen him play a lot of good golf and a lot of bad golf recently. And uh, if you have a short game, kind of co- a cooperative short game from Cam Young, we know what he can do in the ball striking department. So Cam Young, um, the bogey reference on 12, but right on 11, he three putted from like 18 feet. Okay. And then on 12, it's 160 yard par three. And he hit it 137 yards. <laughs> he chunked it. It was a one-handed finish. And I'm I'm looking at him. He's at geez, I guess he was at uh two under for the tournament. Uh, I no, he's at three under for the tournament. But I'm thinking this guy is in contention, right? He's so talented. He has contended in most majors that he's played in. Mm-hmm. And he just chunks it 30 yards short of the green. Uh, like what, what is going on? The The difference between his good shots and bad shots is a little too big right now. But yeah. I, I think that a lot of that is what you reference, like the bad golf that we've seen is in there a little bit, but it feels like it's getting scraped away. Because after that, he wasn't on the coverage too much, but the shots where he was, he's going right at the flag. Uh, He's going, you know, right of right hole locations and giving himself eight feet for birdie. And all of a sudden he finishes the day eight under and he's right there in the mix. It's like, how can, how can you be eight under through two rounds when there's a, a, chunk nine iron in your game (laughs) he's just that good yeah and i mean these guys never miss hit the golf balls for some of that like that to happen it's obviously not great for the mentals and he was a little erratic off the tee which is you can obviously get away with here being one it's super soft so the fairways are effectively widened because of that and two there's not a whole lot of trouble um And so it is kind of the perfect golf course for Cam Young in that respect. I mean, we've seen a lot of the, I guess, no putt crowd win here. Hideki twice. You could throw Scotty in that mix if you want. Gary Woodland as well. Um, So it it does make some sense that Cam Young is is playing well, but the ranges of outcomes, there's a lot of them. Yes. and But you know what's cool? You mentioned the team no putt. And I I don't think we're at a point where – Cam Young can be on team no putt. Um, he, he had a really good putting year, his rookie year. I would I would have considered him a very good putter. He lost that last year, but the results also mirrored that. So hard for me to put him on team no putt, but I will say this week he's putting really well. Um, both rounds he putted really nicely. 28 putts in round one, 25 putts today gained over two strokes today and uh, and he finds himself eighth right now for the week in strokes game putting. So really good stuff out of Cam Young. All right, let's wrap this bad boy up. I'm getting, I'm getting heckled on the other line right now. Um, we got to talk about JT eight under yeah. as well in that crew with Cam Young and Scotty Scheffler. And 
of that crew, he was with Adam Scott as well. I mean, you want to talk about easy, it seems oh. like. It was, he had a few cases of the lefts, a snap hook on 13, um, not taking advantage of that par five, but everything else. I mean, the iron play was terrific. He missed a few chances with the putter, but I mean, he gives himself so many that it kind of evens out in the end. And we talk about Scheffler's love affair with this place. JT has been phenomenal around here throughout his career. And you think about his personality, it kind of seems like he's going to win this tournament at some point. And it, it looks like it could be this weekend. He's meant for it. And he's just put positioning himself. And, you know, one thing that I really admire about JT is um, now that JT's back, you're seeing this is an event that he knows he can play well on. And, he, and there's a lot of excitement for him coming in here. And he's able to come in and play patient and put together knowing this is a four round event. And I got to position myself to be there near the end. And there's a period of time today where, I mean, he's back at three under par. Uh, and he shot two under in round one and the leads at 11, you know, you're, mm -hmm. you're falling behind, but he did stay patient. And I, I didn't think there were too many of these crazy hero shots that he played today. He seemed to play a lot of um, smarter shots and it was kind of a simple approach. And it, he left himself a lot of birdie looks made more of them today than he did in round one. Uh, and and it's really paying off. He's got himself right in position, and it, this should be a fun weekend with Scotty and JT sitting near the top of this leaderboard. Yeah, I think that's kind of what everyone thought coming into the weekend. Either Scotty or JT is going to win, but you know the potential fact we could get them paired up together over the weekend, yeah, is uh, really awesome. Right. I'll, I'll, I'll just I'll just leave it at that. We got a. Yeah. I think we got to hit the betting odds next. Josh, I'm not sure if you have them with you, but let's see. We got Scheffler four to one, Nick Taylor five and a half, JT seven, Sahith seven, who hasn't even played a second round yet at six under, Novak 12, Cam Young 14, and McNeely and Gim and Burns at 20. Where are you leaning, Greg? Uh, I, well, I really like uh, what I'm seeing out of Scheffler and JT, so it makes sense that they are where they are. But I mean, no respect for Nick Taylor. Guy comes is runner up last year. He's three shots ahead of, uh, four shots ahead of Scheffler, and Scheffler's favorite ahead of him. So that gives you a little bit of an idea. Uh, the other guy who I don't see there who I really like is uh, Kurt Kitayama. Mm. He's at uh, at seven under right now. Hit two balls in the water today at both 15 and 17 and got out of there one over between the two of them. It, he, he's looking really strong right now. Um, so, yeah, I, I like Scheffler. I like Kitayama. And I'm curious about, you know, Sahi Thagala, Jordan Spieth, who's mm -hmm. at three under. I mean, don't forget, that, they haven't played their second round yet. That's who I was thinking about, too. Yeah, three under nine back. He puts together around like Scheffler, JT, and he's going to be at that price. So yeah, he goes with a little five under round uh, tomorrow morning. He gets the long day tomorrow. Mm -hmm. uh, it could be a really nice setup for someone like Spieth, and you're probably getting a good number on Sahith right now too. Yeah, 
I'm I'm gonna side with with Spieth. Granted, I've been wrong about everything so far this week. <laughs> um, so apologies to uh, the golden boy out there. But I think that is all we got. I got to hit the keyboard, unfortunately. I'm not talking about the piano, Greg. Um, Surprising. Yeah, I know. I am a man of, man of many talents, but actually the, the saxophone was my vice back in the day. <laughs> oh, believe okay. it or not. Um, but this was your day two recap of the wm phoenix open for greg ducharme you can find him at the real gfd i am patrick mcdonald we will talk to you guys tomorrow now relive the best moments of the UEFA Champions League 24-7. The UEFA Champions League channel is a new 24-hour streaming channel serving non-stop goals, highlights, and full match replays from the world's most prestigious club competition. Reminisce on your favorite moments, legendary players, and brilliant goals with the UEFA Champions League channel streaming around the clock on Pluto TV and the CBS Sports app.